I would. I thought I would never say this, but but I think this week at practice, AJ was having an unbelievable practice, and I went up to Mr. Laurie and I go, I, I'm like, there's no way I ever thought this would have came out of my mouth. Thanks for the hundred million dollars to pay AJ Brown. I really appreciate that. Like a guy from Jamestown, New York, I never thought I'd ever say, hey, thanks for the hundred million dollars to pay AJ Brown. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lurie for paying AJ Brown a hundred million dollars because well worth it. It is uh, inflating like multiple of my fantasy teams to first, second, third place, top of the league. You know, so I am very thankful for AJ Brown. Um, ahoy, mateys! Nailed, <laughs> nailed it again. You Welcome did. to the latest episode of At Any Rate the official podcast of the Stay Jolly Fantasy Football League. I'm your host, Sam. This is Steve. How are you doing today, bud? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Sorry, that was really close to the mic. Yeah, that was that was quite loud, but that's something that I haven't quite... <laughs> the levels on this show, I have not a thing of thing I've mastered yet, so... Yeah, I thought I was turning up my... Oh, shit. I thought I was turning up my headphones, and in reality, I turned up my microphone. I'm sorry about that. It sounded more like you just kind of screamed, uh, but... Yeah. I, I did both, which was not good. <laughs> so, sorry if we blew your eardrums out. That's probably going to be mine when I'm editing <laughs> later. Um, we're going guestless this week. Uh, we had a marathon, guestathon, you could call it, uh, last time, where we basically had, like... A, everybody some people twice some people knew you know just anyway it's also very late serious question yeah serious question do you think anybody listened to the entire podcast no i don't but actually i, I, I actually i think probably at least one person did that's just a guess danielle might have but uh yeah that was a ridiculous danielle's our most loyal listener she might have <laughs> that was a ridiculous she also had like a long drive she had to do so there was a you know like but anyway um yeah I just we want to knock one out quick. It's very late here. You just came. You like you just had to get a job. Go and get a job. Like, yeah, wait. Yeah. Just killing the podcast here. It's priorities, but um, yeah, I just worked for a really long time, did a bunch of stuff, and now I'm eating banana bread and I'm really tired. So uh, I told Sam I'm gonna want to do this in 15 minutes. And you know what? I think you guys might appreciate a 15 minute podcast. After our two and a half hour one. Well, so it's going to be short. I can't guarantee 15 minutes, but it's going to be short. Uh, I can because I'm leaving after 15 minutes. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get to the main stuff, which there's not that much of this week, just a quick injury update. So we've had two significant injuries in this league, both flip flop related. Sad to, sad to, announced that another injury has occurred i injured myself however not flip-flop related normal human behavior related okay whoa wait how'd you how'd you hurt yourself what'd you do i i tore my plantar fascia which is the ligament on the bottom of your foot uh 
playing soccer, a sport, like doing normal activities, not tripping over flip-flops. This is just me rubbing it in the, to the flip-flop crew uh, that uh, they just can't walk normally. Uh, anyway. Was- um, I just want to apologize on behalf of our podcast to the flip-flop injured community. Um, Sam's going to do some internal work, meet with some flip-flop injured people, and uh, do the work to understand better. Um, his bigotry against people who are injured by the flip flop, and I just want to apologize. I'm horrified. The flip, personally. the flip flop lobby is very powerful. I, I'm pretty sure we're going to get canceled by the flip flop lobby. Um, <laughs> flip flops, they're they're like the <laughs> yeah. Don't go. No, they they are powerful. <laughs> they're like the. I don't know how powerful they are. They're kind of like their reputation. They kind of have the same reputations. Uh, they're they, like the Jews of the shoe industry. <laughs> They run everything, the flip-flop people. And so I don't want to anger them. And this is just me. This is Steve. And I'm distancing myself from Sam, who has clearly some demons he's got to deal with. And I'm sorry. I want to say I'm wearing flip-flops right now, but like the good kind that that don't like get injured people. But uh, anyway. (laughs) Um yeah, I, I that was a, a dumb bit that I was doing that I did actually hurt myself, but there was a dumb bit I was doing to rub it in for the people. I'm sorry to hear that. That's got to suck because uh, you uh, used that a lot. Yeah, it it wasn't. It's not super painful, but it uh, it doesn't feel great. But it's feeling actually a lot better the last few days since the last few days when it happened. Anyway, all right, let's move on to our first segment. Stay jolly, scuttlebutt. Uh, first time, long time, no new team names. All right, uh, no new team names, so you do not have to go through a new power ranking. Am I wrong, or didn't didn't your mom change it to Brown Eyed Girl? I think she did that before. I feel like we did cover that. If not, it's a it's All one. Right, doesn't that, count. If it's if she did change it recently, then uh, it wasn't worth noting because I don't know. Like we we go through a whole power rankings for Brown Eyed Girl. All right. Sorry. Yeah, fair enough. That's just just like saying it's going to be at the bottom. I can guarantee that. All right, don't shine in that. And <laughs> I wanted to see how it looked on camera. I'm sorry. I just signed a really bright red light that I got at work. It's a cool flashlight. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, it's like you're trying to like crash a plane there or something. See, look, um, it makes a cool like little square. Sometimes it does make you a can cool change square. It. I can see a square now. It's a yeah. big just. Yeah, square. it goes like from circle to square. This is, this is great podcast content. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, trust me. You can't see it, but this flashlight is sick. All right. Um, we're going to go straight to trivia. All right. So Fantastic. the trivia question from last week, as to reiterate, was uh, when Nicolas Cage stayed at the house across the street from mom and pop's house in Margate, what movie was he there filming? Right. What was your guess? Yeah, and I had a really. I think I said maybe there was a scene or two in there that maybe it was Con Air. Yeah, you I did say Con Air. Danielle said Face Off. Your mom initially said uh, Family Man. Never heard of it. Um, you never heard of Family Man? Yeah, it's like one of his more. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, well, I'm going to announce that your mom. She texted me yesterday Woo! or the day before. Uh, with the correct answer. So would you like to take a stab at the correct answer? It says Con Air was a terrible guess. It was a terrible guess, but, like, I don't know. All the Nicolas Cage movies from the 90s that I can think of, like, Raising Arizona? I don't no. know. 
Yeah, another desert movie that you're guessing. I know, <laughs> dude. But <laughs> for a movie that clearly took place on the East Coast. Uh, well, Sam, I don't want to freak you out, but sometimes movies are filmed at places <laughs> different than they look. Yeah, so but I'm normally, guess. normally, an East Coast movie is not filmed in the desert. But all right, uh, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't have a good guess. All right, it's. Have you ever heard of the movie Snake Eyes? No. Okay. So that is the movie is called Snake Eyes. It was uh Woo! it takes place in Atlantic City. It's a um I can't I've seen it, but it's uh saw it a long time ago. It's like a murder happens at a boxing match that's happening at a casino in Atlantic City. Oh. So, so and Nicolas Cage is like kind of like a, a dirty cop who gets like roped into investigating the murder. And for some reason he's the only person that can solve it. Yeah, and there's like Gary Sinise is in it, and he plays like a Navy officer who's there. For oh, I do like I do like me a little G Sinise, and, a little, uh, a little uh, Lieutenant that, Diane. I rem- I remember it being, remember liking the movie, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. But it takes place in Atlantic City, so that's what the movie he was filming at the time. It was post. Uh, it was like the movie he did immediately following Face Off, I believe. So Face Off, such a good movie. But your mom got it. She uh, she did credit and assist. To Karen, <laughs> of course. Well, well, so wait, so my mom got it after Karen told her the answer. So I asked her, like, she said, she told me the, she texted me, said the movie was Snake Eyes, which I didn't say in the immediate. I didn't say it was right or wrong because I wanted to see right. if anyone else would answer. And um, then I was like, just curious, how did you know? Did you like remember that, or did you look it up? It was like, how did you figure that out? Because her initial initial guess was not correct, was Family Man, and uh, she said, "Well, Karen kind of told me, and I don't know, like, I don't know what the process was there. Like, if Karen knew that, or if she looked it up a little bit. Because if you looked it up, you would have, you could have. That's why I didn't want to get into, I didn't want to get specific about it at the time about his movies because you could have looked it up and like looked and saw that the movie took place in Atlantic City, and then you, that would have been like an easy guess." If you looked up his, so I want to say um, a big congratulations to my mom. I'm very proud of you, as I always am. Um, Every day, I'm proud that you're my mother, and I'm very proud of you right now. Um, And I want to say it is really sweet of Aunt Karen to know that she's going to win enough trivia that she just gave my mom the answer. (laughs) That was my exact thought. (laughs) Congratulations to my mom for receiving the answer for me. She's just doling out answers. I wonder how that connect. Was like your? I bet you that Karen told your mom, and then she told me. Like that's my guess as to what happened. It's not the other way around. But uh. <laughs> and Karen was like, "Oh, sweetie, it was Snake Eyes. Why don't you go go get yourself a, a trivia point, pal?" <laughs> um, all right. But congratulations to Lisa on winning trivia for yeah. this week. Um, she gave me a new uh, trivia question just in the last few hours. Oh, I'm interested to see. So uh, the way she, I'm t- curious if Aunt Karen fed her this trivia question as well. Uh, she responded very quickly, so I don't think so. Like she came back with it like pretty instantly. Okay, good. My mom's good at this kind of stuff. Yeah, so I'm interested to hear a question. However, she worded it very poorly, and I did not ask for clarification. So I'm going to read it how she worded it, but uh, it, sure. it's a little confusing to me. All right. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the brain of Lisa Kaplan. <laughs> so the the question is. Mama and Pop had a long rectangular wooden sign in their house with letters in it. What words did it spell out? <laughs> so, letters in it? Yes. This is how she worded the question. I'm confused as to say, like, 
what did she mean words like she in she specifically humans, said, so when humans in america talk to each other what we say is they had a large rectangular wooden sign what was written on it so what that's I, what you I, don't need to specify their letters and words what i well no signs. what i think she meant was that there was a sign with letters and it was an acronym for something and the letters like represented that's oh. what i think she means but the way she okay, worded it was my sar- I take okay I take back my sarcasm that I understand that that's yeah. what I think sh- she meant and I can actually picture the sign I don't I don't remember what it says so I, I have no guess can you read it can you read again what the question says sorry the, they had a mom and pop had a long rectangular wooden sign with letters in it what words did it did the letter spell I guess in it is what's fucking me up because it would be on it but. I, 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 yes, it, I think you're, ex- it, but yeah. you're exactly, you're exactly right. I think that, okay, there's a sign with an acronym and what did they mean? Yeah. What do the letters represent is what I think she's, she's in, intimating. So, okay. But that's how she said it to me. So I'm reading it back. I, I can actually picture this, but I, I can't. Think when you of, picture it, where, it, where is it? I feel like it's in the garage, I can't picture or, garage or something. Oh, garage. Um, but I, but I honestly can't remember it at all. So I have, re- I have no guess whatsoever. But I don't have a guess either, dude. I can't even begin to. I'm gonna guess. Um, um, there's our. So I'd just be guessing a, a made up bunch of BS. Hey, go for it. You know, there's only I don't know. there's only billions of combinations of letters that could <laughs> and words. Maybe it says um, trillions, gazillions. S A J L T W A E O, which stands for Stan and Joe live on the water or water and love each other. I, I actually forget what I was saying as I was making the acronym, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Great content. I Good just guess. I just plainly don't know. All right. Well, that's the uh, that's the question for this week. So again, text, email your good answers. Question. Yeah, I think it is a good question. It um, is a good question. I'm sorry. I made it makes more sense than I gave it credit for at first. I apologize for my sarcasm. <laughs> but um, yeah, worded worded strangely, but I think I think uh, we got the right uh, the right meaning of of what she was going for. So. Anyway, yeah, my mom, I think, is she's a very, very good talker. Like, my mom is really good at talking, but I think once she's forced to put words into concrete sentences on paper, like, that's just when she talks, that's not how she talks. So, like, I think maybe, you know, yeah. not her, not her strong suit. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of got it. We got it good enough, I suppose. We did get it. It made, yeah, it did make sense. And it's a good question. And I'm, I I'm will, happy for it. I will say this is another one that's like, only like four people are probably going to know the answer, <laughs> but if uh, that, yeah, probably three. <laughs> so, all right. At any rate, let's uh, move on to nice. Let's do the matchup reviews from this past nice week. Nice transition. That was a really good transition. I thought so too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was smooth. Every, well. every time we call out, like when I'm doing like a podcast transition or intro or something, yeah. it's kind of ruining the moment, but I no, like, it's not. It's called being unique and giving people a glimpse behind the curtain. That's what it's called. Yeah, I. Lo- I mean, I love getting credit for when I do something well because that's very, that's the thing. It's very like, rare right now. What you're doing, like the good transitions, it's like an it's like having a good offensive line. You know, a good offensive line. No one knows who they are because they they blend. They don't make mistakes. Except you're calling it out. Here. So, 
Right. I'm here. I'm the person who's letting everyone know in case you missed it. That transition was smooth as hell. And you're in capable, confident hands here on the Stay Jolly podcast. Well, at any rate, back to you, Sam. Awesome transition off the transition that I did to transition back to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but uh, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. All right. Matchup reviews. I'll, uh, I don't know if you have them pulled up, but if you want to go first, I got them right here. You, you matched up in the rivalry game of the week against your sister. Yeah. How did that go? You know what? Um, I lost. Let me let me something. It was almost a sweet, sweet week for me because I was playing Danielle in not one but two fantasy football leagues. I crushed her mightily in the other one, despite Jordan Addison like going crazy on me. Um, wait, where is the? I'm looking at this week's. Damn it. Um, just but yeah, I know that uh, like week, week she seven. beat me. Yeah. Is there? Oh, duh. Oh, they make okay. They make that pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. She beat me pretty handily. It it looks like a landslide of a victory, but really she had um, she had Jordan Addison go off for thirty two. So it was actually kind of close until that happened. Um, but she beat me pretty handily. In my other league, though, I did beat her, which felt really really good. And now I'm number one in that league. But this this week I lost. I'm at four and three, which is insane. You're the That's top scoring cool. team, I believe, too. I'm I'm second. I'm the second top scoring team, but to to by Danielle, uh, yeah. to Danielle. By about um, eighteen points. I'm four and three because fantasy's a cruel and fickle mistress. Mm-hmm. But um, that's how she goes. And uh, you know, it was a game well played. Jordan Addison went off, and that's the way she goes. What are you going to do, Jordan Addison? I was up in one league. I was up fifty, fifty, going into Monday night. <laughs> He had Kirk Cousins and Jordan Addison. Did he beat you? Yeah, I lost Jeez. by like I lost by like sixteen. That's how like he put up like sixty something points. Dude, I was up I was up fifty on Danielle, and she had just Jordan Addison, so I still won. But she made it a much it was much closer than I would have liked. Yeah, I was uh I was very annoyed by that whole Jordan Addison game. But uh, um, you know what? Now that we're talking about it, Sam, how'd your matchup go this week? I'm curious. Well. I'm not going to – I mean, I won. And I won Hell yeah. ultimately pretty comfortably, 20-point win. But uh, I was very frustrated by my matchup. And I'm going to I'm gonna go off on a little tangent about the, the Falcons right now. It's going to be very little, so don't get too, too worked up. Do it. B. John Robinson had one carry for three yards. That's a travesty. <laughs> so apparently he was not feeling well. So they decided we're going to make him dress instead of declaring him out. And we could have filled that roster spot with somebody else. They just had him stand there the whole game and gave him a carry in like the fourth quarter because he wasn't feeling well. The, the, the Falcons coaching staff should be fired. They have waste. They have three straight top 10 picks that they are just wasting away because they don't know how to call plays. They don't know how to manage them. It's a, absurd. Like, why did you do that? Why did why did you have a? They're being investigated by the league for improperly reporting injuries. Because well, I mean, he did play. So one snap, play. one snap, which is clearly he was limited by an injury, he call or an illness, but whatever it is, like he didn't play in the game for a reason that was. It, but aren't people related. limited by injuries all the time that play? 
Yeah, but you have to you have to report to the league. It is mandatory to report injuries to the league. Oh, they didn't report anything. No. And they're being investigated oh, because he played one snap in a game when he was supposedly coming in as healthy. Like they did yeah, not. That's not chill. Right. That's like against the rules. So, and indeed, it's uh, the rules are really for gamblers, but still, like, anyway, it's just absurd. Like, I was, I thought I was going <laughs> to lose. Honestly, I, I thought Melanie was going to win because uh, Jordan Love was not very good. And then uh, that just getting 0.3 from B. John Robinson. I thought I was going to get screwed, but actually uh, some of my other players really came through for me in the clutch, including yeah. Cleveland D and Darren Waller, who hadn't really done anything. And then obviously A.J. Brown is my guy. Just killing it this yeah. year. Yeah, she had a – Mel had a zero on her on the board. Uh, the rest of her team actually – I mean, Devontae Adams really underperformed. The rest of her team actually not terrible. No, I mean, tough loss. Deontay Foreman, 31 points. Great, great. But uh, I do just want to make sure that I understand you won by 20 points and you're complaining. I'm complaining about the Bijan. No, I'm not complaining about the win. I'm complaining about the, the Falcons as general as a, it franchi- sounds like it. as a franchise. Like, you had Kyle Pitts. Right, you have Kyle Pitts, don't you? Like, Kyle Pitts is. They are. They should be investigated and fired just for what they're doing to Kyle Pitts alone. And and uh, and the um, what's his name Drake London too the wide receiver they drafted in the top ten like they like they have yeah, all this talent and him. they just don't give them the ball like they just do not just do not throw them the ball. It's it's crazy. Yeah, they do stink. I actually agree with you. That does stink. Yeah, I mean, why draft top ten players on offense if you're just not going to give them the ball? It's just crazy. Anyway, all right, let's move on to yeah, stupid strategy. The uh, the next matchup you want to cover, uh, or actually I'll cover it. Karen and Allen versus their soon to be son in law Tyler. Wait wait wait, Tim. I already fucked it up. Uh, uh, Viscous Tim also uh, the notorious the notorious IBD for ET the notorious IBD Tyler. <laughs> God man, that that's a great one. Um, yeah, it is. Was playing his soon-to-be in-laws, Karen and Allen, and they came up with a monster just destruction of Tyler. I feel like this is either them putting him in his place or Tyler going easy on them. Like wh- I don't know which way you want to take it, but he's like not not wanting to upset his uh, future in-laws. Maybe, <laughs> maybe so. Um, no, honestly, he uh, he got done in really mostly by a terrible performance by Austin Eckler, who's back from injury. And Tua got uh, the Eagles played Tua and the Dolphins really well. The Eagles uh, dominated the the Dolphins offense really. So yeah, damn, his numbers were not that good. No, yeah, and um, I mean it was a great win for the Eagles. I was uh, super excited, but um, yeah, Tua just uh, I mean he didn't, he honestly watching the game he really didn't play that badly, but the Eagles just had a good good game had a good game plan for him. Yeah, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at Karen Allen's team right now. And they just played well, with the exception of the quarterback. 14 is not really a great score, but everybody else, double digits. Cooper Cup underperformed, but besides that, like, I mean, that's just a good old team win. Jonathan Taylor with 19 and a half. Like, Jonathan Taylor might be back. They'll, the the uh, the indie offense doesn't look terrible this year. They were terrible last year, so they don't look terrible this year. Um, so, yeah. I think they had the the highest score in the league this week. I believe you're right. And I actually was looking at their team earlier this week. They got a good team. I mean, yeah, they do. I just Jonathan, saw that. They Jonathan Taylor, Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Cooper Cup, 
Dallas Goddard is like, so they have, I mean, they have a good team. They don't really have much of yeah. a bench, but Credit they have, but they have like some good starters who they'll be a they'll be a competitor down the stretch. Barring yeah, injury, no, yeah, they got a good team. Anyway, um, the next matchup: Margie and Stewart versus Jeremy. Now, this was the beatdown of the week. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> barely missed out on the high score of over his parents by. a a two point points. one point two one point one two was uh he was 1.12 less than his parents so um yeah jeremy had a great game like m- multiple 20 point performances yeah and you know what he would have got the high score too if calvin ridley didn't put up that one pointer i mean well there's that and then the Jared Goff had a really bad. I mean, the the Lions got stomped by the Ravens, which was you didn't see that coming. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jared Goff giving you nine points is not expected. Um, so yeah, Jer- uh, Jeremy's team is also going to be competitive. I'm like really happy I made this trade with him for he. Cat, we did Calvin Ridley, uh, Calvin Ridley, for Garrett Wilson. I think that trade worked out in my benefit, although. We'll see. I mean, anyway, uh, yeah. And then uh, Team Margie and Stewart continues to be the worst team. It's still winless. <laughs> it, it's a team that is not aesthetically pleasing when you look at their roster. Um, no, it's not. With the exception of like Kenneth Walker. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, brutal. I was advising my mom. I actually, you know, take credit again. I got her to get Daryl Henderson, so that that worked out a little bit. But. Um, yeah, I mean, and this is this is a product of, and I don't mean this as a besmirchment, which I assume is a word. I just kind of made it up we'll roll a with little it. bit. We'll roll with it. I don't mean this as a besmirchment, but this does flow from, I understand it was your first time. You're going to get better at this. But it was by far the most unhinged draft strategy I've ever witnessed in my life. Like, I have no, it's like I, I don't know Smith how you dug. Round? Like you were digging around the players list for players in like the early rounds, and it just like it went off the rails real crazy, real early with your draft. And um, but you're gonna get better at it. I know it was a first timer, so I don't mean it as like you know. I know you like you didn't know what you were doing, so I don't. But like that's the reason that the team isn't that great is because the draft was like insane and crazy. You know, this is a good lesson, and if you don't draft well, you're screwing yourself for the whole season. You know, you got to draft well. Or get lucky, which is a lot yeah. of fantasy football is getting lucky. Anyway, last uh, last matchup of the week, Jessica versus Paulisa, your parents. The Dominators. Uh, you know, they put in a good performance. Well, I wouldn't say a good performance, but they put in they, – they made it close, you know? Carried yeah, by Patty did. Mahomes. Basically carried yeah. their team to a close loss. But uh, – Yeah, I mean, again, not the – uh, not the best roster. They have a roster. They definitely have a roster. Um, I don't remember your draft strategy, so I can't comment on it. Margie stuck out because it was like <laughs> I yeah. remember. Well, I, like, I believe they wild. drafted a. Yeah, didn't they draft um like Geno Smith in the second round, well, the or first something? or second round? And that's only because <laughs> they knew Geno Smith because he went to West Virginia, so they remember. Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't go on name recognition. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes crazy game. 
Um, every, yeah, everyone else underperformed, or I guess performed about what they should. Um, Swift should have more points than that, but yeah, I mean, Jesse, Jared Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne. Um, yeah, just a good, uh, a superior roster had a better game. And uh, what are you going to do? It's the way she goes. Jesse, uh, so her, let's see, her, I'm just double checking this. Her fourth highest scorer was Jackson Smith and Jigba, JSN for short. The guy was a first round pick this year, right? Like he's expected to be like a, you know, a lot of people thought he he's not really performed very well. There's probably limited opportunities to be honest, but um, he got 14.3 points, probably his best game of the year, at least one of them. Just Jesse just dropped him for Jake Ferguson, the Cowboys tight end. Jessica, stop friggin' fiddling with your team so much. That well, you should have kept him. I don't understand that one. Yeah, don't tinker too much. Like he's a he was worth sitting on as a first round pick who's got upside as he was worth sitting on, like just let him sit on your bench and see what happens. Um, but, uh, you know, you did what you did. So you have to live with that. Yeah. And you got to win. So, well, we're basically done. All right. Cause we're not doing a, <laughs> we're not doing a waiver wire segment this week because waivers already were processed. So yeah. we're not talking about uh, players, but I, the only thing I want to cover, cause I just had a text, a long text conversation with your mom, uh, yesterday. Ooh is just reiterate what waivers are themselves because I had to like recover this ground with your mom in text. Uh, that's all I want to do. And then we're, we're done. All right. So, okay. Waivers, just to be clear, this is going to, this is going to be very brief. Like when players play a game, they are put on waivers. So you can't just add drop them, right? Like they, they go into a list of all the players that you have to put in a bid for essentially, right? Your bid is just like, or your claim for that's just like, you want to pick up this player. Everyone gets an opportunity to get them. The lit, there's a list, the, it goes in reverse order of the draft and it's now running that, uh, (laughs) believe me, we're almost done. I promise. No, no, I'm literally, (laughs) I'm just, I'm just changing my pants. Don't, don't take this as like a, (laughs) as a soft exit. I'm still, I'm still engaged. I'm not throwing it in the microphone. (laughs) It looked like you were trying to sneak off screen, which you are kind of, but yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. So waivers, they're now a rolling and rolling period, right? So every time you use a waiver, you go to the back of the line. That's it. So if you want to use it, all you do is go into the player screen where you like see all the players that are available if a player's a little W next to their name, that means they're on waivers. You click them. You click which player you want to add or which player you want to drop for that player. Make your waiver claim. And then you'll have to wait for the, the, the date to be processed. So the date is like it says under the W next to their name. It'll say what day of the week the, the claim will be processed. So that's it. Uh, also, Mom, I will call you in the next day or two. I will explain to you how to do it and hopefully <laughs> well, add it up. It, so, it so I didn't like explain the whole thing, which is why I wanted to say it here, but I did explain to her how to do it, which she did successfully. I will, I will say, but the funny thing is about that is she, she was saying to me, 
she wanted to to keep Dawson Knox, who is like going to have surgery on his hand, right? right. And I, when when she was telling me this, he was only listed as doubtful, so you couldn't put him on IR on your roster. So I was like, right. you, you have to wait because he's not listed as as uh, out. You can't do anything with him yet. You kind of have to. She's like, I want to keep him. I was like, well. He's going to go on IR. He's about to have surgery. He may not play for a long time. Like, you might as well just drop him. She's like, okay. Then she said she wants to pick up Dalton. Um, what I thought she said, what I, I just read it because I know he was the hot pickup of the week was Dalton Kincaid, the uh, the Bills' other ah. tight end. What yeah. she actually said was Dalton Schultz, the tight end for oh. Houston. So... Dalton Schultz actually did have a good week, has been good the last few weeks, but that's who she wanted to pick up on waivers. I thought she meant Dalton Kincaid. She got the person she wanted, but uh, she probably didn't have to put in a waiver claim. That's all I was getting to. She probably could have picked him up for free. Um, well, okay. Then. But anyway, at any rate, that's all we got for this week. Uh, like I said, yeah. no waiver players because we're already done with that. Um, this is a short and sweet one. We're going to be under 30 minutes probably so you're welcome well, i didn't give you a hard out at 15 you're you're welcome yeah well i wouldn't mean i meant the the audience is welcome for a short oh oh <laughs> i thought i thought you're giving me no, a passive no, you're no. welcome it's like you're welcome screw you all right you should you're the co-host you just, no uh yeah screw you audience you're you're welcome no the audience is welcome for like keeping also i will also i will say sam uh, i'm sorry this podcast late it's all my fault because i've been working late this week sam is now accommodating me he's up at like 1 a.m his time doing this so i appreciate you accommodating me sam well I love you know you. we have like we gotta we gotta give it to the people okay this podcast is huge i don't know if you've seen the numbers i mean it, i've heard it's enormous yeah is what my people are telling me i mean the numbers like they don't even compute like they're just they're out there i mean <laughs> Rogan? It doesn't compute. No, it, like it says, it says we're at fourteen listeners because the system must be broken because we're getting so many. When I look at the like the the metrics on the the page, it basically says, uh, "Fuck Joe Rogan." Joe Rogan, who? Yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan's a pussy. Weird, <laughs> weird number. It doesn't one. even say a number. It does what it just says to me. <laughs> but anyway, all right. That's all we got for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with a guest, hopefully with like a better, you know. Norm more normal podcast on time. I might add. I'll have a better. I'll have a better attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll both be like maybe a little bit less tired. So, uh, but anyway, that's it. Uh, stay jolly, everyone. Stay jolly.